Chaf Aleph Kislev Tavshin Pe Aleph. Coming to you live from the offices of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. The great Ariel Zilber with Rifa'enu Hashem opens things up. And during this corona period, it opens things up every week with Rifa'enu Hashem, which we plead to God to heal us. Opens things up on this week's edition of The Israel Show. We are live. And we thank you so much for joining us. And uh, 
letting us into your home or car or actually I should say letting us into your device maybe we should say that we're here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM that uh, translates to 9 AM Eastern 4 PM Israel time and around the world wherever you are whatever time it is that is the time that we are on plus you can listen to us whenever you like on demand it's an amazing thing it's a miraculous thing. Whenever you want to listen to the show, you can go to the archives of the Nachum Siegel Network app, the archives of the Nachum Siegel Network website, nachumsiegel.com, and you can even set the show to automatically load into your device every week via the Apple Podcasts. That's right. Just do a search on the podcasts for... Nachum Siegel Network, The Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten, any one of those things, I'm sure it'll come up. If you want a link, we'll send you a link. You can uh, email us, mayor at, mayor at uh, nachumsiegel.com, mayor, M-E-I-R at nachumsiegel.com, and we'll send you the link. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Please tell your friends and others if uh, you think they'd enjoy this show with great Israeli music and great Israeli news and information, let them know about it. Come on. <laughs> As the... Um, presumptive president-elect says, come on, man. Last week, um, I saw a documentary on the Smithsonian Channel. It's part of a series called Spy Wars. And the last episode is entitled Exodus. If you have, uh, if your cable outlet, if you have cable and the cable outlet that you have, the the uh, the program that you have carries the Smithsonian Channel, you can download their app. If you have a smartphone or a smart device, you can download the Smithsonian app and watch it using your um, cable carrier as the uh, password they'll walk you through it anyway you can see there a documentary which we've discussed the story we've discussed it numerous times but when we discussed it it was in reference to the Netflix fiction version called the Red Sea Diving Resort this the Smithsonian documentary exodus is exactly what it is. It's a documentary. And it includes, it's just fascinating, it includes interviews with key people, the key Mossad agent that was involved in in this entire operation, which was several years in the making, and other members of the Mossad who were there on the ground in Sudan running the operation, which was the beginning of another round where Israel rescued the Jews from Ethiopia that were still there. Tens of thousands of Jews were rescued. It's an amazing story. Amazing. I've heard the story. I've told you the story several times. And yet, watching this documentary moved me so how tens of thousands of Jews were brought to Israel under the most dangerous conditions. I remember that sometime after 
the Red Sea Diving uh, Resort, the massive Aliyah in the early 80s. I was in Israel. I remember once davening Minchat Kotel, And a group of Ethiopian Jewish teenagers came to the Kotel with their madrich, with their counselor. They were relatively fresh arrivals into Israel. These were Jews that were separated from us for over 2,500 years. And yet, they had the Sefer Torah. They dreamed and longed to return to Yerushalayim. And as I was davening Mincha, I got to the bracha, Tekab Shofar Gadol L'Chayrutenu, and there it was. Kibbutz Galiot, what we're davening for, bring us back to our land from the four corners of the earth, and I, and we, all of us, we're living it. It just happened, and the proof was right in front of my eyes. We live in such miraculous times. Starting tomorrow, Nachum Siegel is going to be broadcasting JM in the AM from Dubai. It just, it's astounding. And it is upon us to recognize that we are living in the luckiest generation in Jewish history for many thousands of years as we experience, all of us together, the redemption, the geulah that we've been promised and all our forefathers have been dreaming about for thousands of years, oh, how they would love, oh, how they would love to see what we can see, a united Yerushalayim, a sovereign state of Israel with all the flaws, a sovereign state of Israel, in Eretz Israel, and the countries of the area that are Muslim and have a dislike, so to speak, use understatements, who since the first day that Jews started returning to the land of Israel had a tremendous hatred for us, they have begun to turn around and recognize that Israel is part of the solution, not part of the problem, that Israel is leading the way to the safety of the region. Israel, that little Israel, with those group of Jews, all the Arab countries from Saudi Arabia and on, everybody sees us as this great bracha, this great blessing that God has bestowed upon the area. Is it not the fulfillment of prophecies? If you don't see it, have your eyes checked. I hope, I hope that we can be worthy of it. I hope that we can recognize that it may not be something that we did. It probably isn't something that we did. It was just that we were Zoha, as they say in Hebrew. We won the lottery of the generations. 
let's celebrate it, let's cherish it, let's secure it, let's never let it go. In the words of Yaakov Avinu in last week's parsha, Katonti mikola chasadim mikol haemet asherasita et avdecha. God has done such greatness to us. We aren't worthy, but we are responsible. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Yeah, I'm 
off of a uh, live performance, <coughs> excuse me, at Hechalat Habut in Tel Aviv with uh, Katonti. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for joining us, making us a part of your week, your day, your morning, depending when you're listening, live or on demand. A reminder, this week, tomorrow, December 8th, Wednesday, December 9th. Thursday, yes, you guessed it, December 10th. JM in the AM. I guess I get goosebumps just saying it. Live from Dubai. That's right. Presentation of the Nachum Single Network and the Jewish Unity Initiative. And on Thursday, there's the extra treat of the live lunch. Also live from Dubai. <laughs> they 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 tell me, and I, I'm sure this is true, that there are lines to wait to get into the kosher restaurants in Dubai. Anyway, the live lunch, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Thursday. That's Eastern time. Adjust it for uh, your time. It's available exclusively, and it can be heard, I should say, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network via the app, Nachum Siegel Network app, or dot. Com. Last week we told you about the Mossad's latest daring adventure, mission, however you want to call it. In this past weekend, Yoda Chonot, the great expert of intelligence, all things Mossad, etc., Ronen Bergman, tells about a 2007 visit to Israel of President George W. Bush. And during that visit, the president is pulled aside, so to speak, by Prime Minister Ehud Olmert. And in the privacy of Olmert's office, with just the two of them there, and and more than one had to be asked to leave more than once, because there's certain protocols about the President of the United States being alone with other foreign uh, heads of state and uh, the questions of secrecy and so forth. But no, Olmert insisted that it's just the two of them. 
because Prime Minister Omar wanted to share with George W. Bush a secret recording obtained by the Mossad. Taking out a small tape recorder, Omer hits play. If you're not familiar with those words, tape recorder, hitting play, and so forth, Google it. The voice of the clandestine recording speaks in Farsi, which is the language of Iran. He speaks very specifically about the development of an Iranian nuclear bomb. The speaker complains that there's not enough budgeting. Even though they, the heads of Iran, the mullahs, they want, no, 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 they demand that he and his team complete five atomic bombs, create them quickly, Well, this and other intelligence was given to George W. Bush during that visit to Israel as it was celebrating its 60th anniversary. Earlier during that visit, Israel asked President Bush for weapons. They came with a list. They call it the shopping list, you know. The president clearly recognized these weapons were needed by Israel only if Israel planned to attack Iran. And therefore, Bush, President Bush denied Israel's request. Not only that, George W. Bush said very openly in front of many people from both sides that the United States would not allow Israel to attack Iran and that the United States would not attack Iran either. However, after hearing the recording in which very specifically it is discussed development of these five atomic bombs and after being given a file filled with more intelligence that proved that Iran had a military nuclear program. President Bush, at the request of Prime Minister Omer, agreed to a new working strategy regarding Iran. And it was now to be a full and open intelligence cooperation between the two countries. All information will be shared in real time and additionally there would be joint projects with the goal of delaying the progress of Iran's nuclear bomb. From the higher-ups in Israel, those in military intelligence, we learn about that turning point in the U.S.-Israel relations, specifically on the issue of Iran's nuclear project. According to these sources, there has never been such an open and tight intelligence cooperation between the two countries. We do know, by the way, that about two years after that meeting, suddenly a mysterious computer virus known as Stuxnet appeared and damaged and held back the advance of the nuclear program of Iran. It was a virus that attacked the centrifuges and only, only hurt them, did not leak out and uh, destroy any other computer programs, civilian or otherwise, that were running in Iran. And this, this Stuxnet virus, 
we, we say today was most probably the result of the Israel-U.S. cooperation that we were discussing. Now, the voice heard on the recording back in 2007, the recording that Prime Minister Olmert shared with President Bush, was that of a scientist, the director of Iran's nuclear program. The first time this scientist's name appears on the Israeli intelligence radar is in 1993. Think back. The Bush visit, we are in 2020, at the end of 2020. The Bush visit was in 2007. This first appearance of of, uh, this scientist and his involvement as the chief of the nuclear program was in 1993. This is how long we've been fighting against them. In 1993, a young Mossad agent is able to obtain human intelligence from sources in Iran about the Iranian nuclear program. In the flow of information that comes in, the name of the scientist continues to appear over and over. The young Mossad agent didn't forget his name. Today, that agent who was first exposed and first alerted to the chief of the nuclear program, that agent is the head of the Mossad, Yossi Cohen, who it is widely believed is responsible for the scientist's untimely death. The scientist, of course, is Mohsen Fakhrizadeh. And we will remember his name. In the words of the prophetess Devorah in Sefer Shoftim Perakei, Ken yovdu kolayvecha Hashem, so may all your enemies perish Hashem. Ve'ohavav, ketzet Hashem but his allies, God's allies, may they be like the mighty rising sun. Vatishkot ha'aretz arba'im shana, and the land was quiet and tranquil for 40 years. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Oh, my God. 
song, I think, has maybe a triple relevance. First of all, it's from the parsha that we just read this Shabbat. Yaakov struggling, fighting with this being, the Malach, as Naomi Shemer, who wrote and composed the songs, writes, Malach She'en Lo Shem. He struggles and he gets out of it alive, but limping. So the Jewish people, we've struggled for thousands of years. We're limping, but we are alive. Heck yeah. And it's a metaphor for the struggle that we have with Iran, which we just spoke about. And in that struggle, in this particular battle, the one who came out limping, if you will, actually dead, was the enemy. And the third, <clears throat> the third relevance is that the singer of the song is Yehoram Gaon. And last, last week, Yehoram Gaon announced that he is considering a run for the president of Israel. You know probably that the president of Israel is a mostly ceremonial job, it carries very little power. The president is the only one in Israel who can grant clemency. That's interesting, right? That it's only the president who can grant clemency, nobody else. And around election time, the president is in the center of all the de- wheeling and dealing after the elections but he doesn't have too much power. Whatever power he has is that of a national inspirer, if you will. And Yoram Gong could be a great president. And there are others who want the job as well, of those who have announced so far. 
the great Miriam Peretz. Yuda Glick, Amir Peretz, the politician, Bougie Herzog, the former politician. So there's a lot of competition, and usually it does go to a former politician because of who votes. <laughs> who gets to vote in this election? Well, actually, the vote is a secret ballot by 120 Knesset members. So as you can imagine, there is some wheeling dealing that goes on to get your candidate, the one that you want. So all the wheelers and dealers will wheel and deal on behalf of their candidate. It's hard to imagine that Yoram Gaon will get the support, but he might. And he's definitely Raui. Makes sense. He's a national icon. And uh, he's not just a singer. He's been on the city council of Jerusalem for several, uh, I think, two two or three terms. He has a radio program on Galitzal every Friday in which he contributes uh, very interesting thoughts. And he comments on a lot of different issues. He's not just an entertainer. It's not like, oh, let's take this entertainer and put him on on stage. No, he, he's more than that. And so, Leil HaMalach is what you just heard. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network, a new song that has um, been released over the last, I think, two weeks or so. It's called Lama Abba Lonirga. Why has why is Daddy not able to calm down? And it is a song that is dedicated to the Israeli soldiers who fought in battle and have PTSD. It's a real everyday struggle for so many soldiers. I'm I'm happy if you if you could say that about this that there is more awakening to this issue there has been in the past there's an organization I know that the US friends are based in um, I'm blanking but it'll come back to me Um, and that it has been dealt with but I'm hoping that through the song and a great video Highland Park, by the way, is the place in the United States that I believe there is the American Friends of. There's a great video also um, that goes with the song, and we post it together with the link to the YouTube page of the song, as we do the YouTube videos of all the songs we play. Some of them have um, specific videos made just for the song, some not. This one does. The son that is consternated 
just don't yell anymore. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand the child. Abba Odnil Kham, father, is still fighting. Barosh, in his head, Tziv Epecham, the colors of burning coal, Yarok, green, Ve'esh, fire. B'zichronot Shokeahi descends into remembrances of the war. Zaz, moving all the time. Lonach me'az, hasn't rested since. Od fached, he still is afraid, fearful. Lo merukaz, can't focus, can't concentrate. Lo mesaper harbeh bichlal, he doesn't tell very much. And the song continues, I'm not going to go through all the words, but you get the idea. We talk about the uh, those who get killed in war, those who get injured in war, but all too often we forget those who have a different kind of injury, one that we're not so used to looking at. What we know today as PTSD, and so many of the fighters from the Yom Kippur War, but also from the Lebanon Wars, but Yom Kippur War is very well known for that, amongst other things. Let's hope that they find some peace. Lonir Ga does not calm down is the name of the song. Avichai Hollander is the name of the artist. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. לא צודק ולא חכם, נבוך הבן החם, רק אל תצעק יותר. הוא לא יודע, אבא עוד נלחם, בראש צבעי פחם, ירוק ואש. בזיכרונות שוקע, זז לא נחמא, אז עוד מפחד, לא מרוכז, לא מספר הרבה, בכלל. ויש כבר בן חושש עכשיו, שכעס יעבור אליו, ויום אחד עצמו. ישאל מה, אם אמא תיפגע, למה אבא לא נרגע? אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
אביחי הולנדר, למה אבא לא נרגע? A song dedicated to Israeli soldiers suffering from PTSD. Israeli civilians who were soldiers suffering from PTSD. The Israeli, did I say my name is Mayor Weingarten and you're tuned to the Israel Shon Danachem Siegel Network? If I didn't, I said it now. I'm supposed to say it. I should say it. That's proper radio etiquette. If you ever wonder why I say it after, after the songs when we come back from breaks and when we go to breaks, it's proper radio etiquette. Look it up in the radio etiquette book. Come on. You don't have one? Oh, well. Neither do I, but it's, um, it was handed down to me as Torah Shabbat Peh together with all the other Torah Shabbat Peh about radio broadcasting that was handed down to me by my two Rebbe's. My immediate Rebbe was uh, Mayor Fertig, who taught me how to use all the equipment that we, don't <laughs> that we don't use anymore, but we did for many, many years, and uh, taught me other radio etiquette, and my other Rebbe, of course, Nachum Siegel, who taught me a tremendous amount about radio etiquette. I don't know how I'm getting into that conversation. Okay. So the Israeli radical left never disappoints, you know. We spoke last week, I believe, about um, the use of Hitler as, uh, as the um, latest word to compare Netanyahu to Hitler, to Nazis, to processes that took place in the early 30s in Germany, and we begged, although they're not listening to us, but we add our voice and beg for people to stop Nothing is like that. Nothing is like Hitler. Nothing is like Germany during the uh, late 30s and early 40s. Well, a few weeks ago, you might have heard that the uh, main Palestinian Authority negotiator, Saib Arikat, died as a result of the coronavirus in an Israeli hospital by the way is a man who dedicated much of his life to um, supporting the BDS boycott, divest and sanction movement where he tried to convince people not to use any Israeli products Uh, but when he needed an Israeli product known as Hadassah Hospital he used it 
He even asked special permission to be able to use it because most Palestinian Arabs who live in the Palestinian Authority can't just hop over to Hadassah Hospital for better medical care by the Jews. It will be said that he was not of the military wing of the Palestinian Authority, he himself, but was surely for many years a supporter of it and um, although he uh, walked around as a gentleman wearing proper suit and tie his hands were unclean as were the hands of the people he worked for for many years Yasser Arafat and then Mahmoud Abbas when he died there can be several reactions from Israel's leadership or and those not in the leadership but those who are in the public eye so somebody put together a very really a really funny slash very sad by the way chart of how they reacted the various Israeli radical left so we go from middle left to more radical left to more radical left so let's start off by saying this and this is before we get to the reaction specifically a headline from Ynet which is the um which is the uh, uh, internet site of uh, Yidiot Achronot and a very popular news website for Israelis. Headline, Arikat Muvalim Nuchot Barashut HaPalestinait. Arikat is being brought to his burial in the Palestinian Authority. Shidur Yashir Miericho. There's a live broadcast from Yericho on Ynet's website. And I, I look at it and I say, are you serious? Whew. Wow. They're going to carry live the funeral of the main, one of the main proponents of BDS, one of the main spokespeople for the Palestinian state against Israel. Okay, what can I say? Shelly Yechimovich, who was in the past member of Knesset from the Labour Party, and she was also for a while chairman of the Labour Party. Before that, she was a journalist, very well-known journalist in Israel. She writes of Saeed Barikad in her Twitter feed, Ma'achronei Hamitunim, the last of the moderates. The last of the moderates? Okay. Misha'asheya, He's an entertaining person. Intelligenti, he's intelligent. Mitzta'eret al-moto. I'm sad. I'm sad that he died. The same Shelly Yechimovich, upon hearing the press reports that um, Biden will be the next president and not Trump, 
tweets the following. I'll read it in Hebrew first. Shalom, shalom, ve'al tavoli b'chalom. Baruch sheptaranu me'oncho shel zeh. Goodbye, goodbye. Don't come to me in a dream. It rhymes in Hebrew. Blessed are we who have been freed from this one's punishment. Something, uh, uh, a sentence from uh, from our cycle of life at a bar mitzvah. She appropriates it for this. Now she continues. We got rid of a crazy idiot and a lawyer. She's talking about the President of the United States who declared Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, who declared the Ramad HaGolan as being part of Israel, who opened the embassy in Yerushalayim. She continues about uh, President Trump. He despised all that was just and true, but embraced all that is evil and despicable. Wait, she's not talking about Ari Khan. No, no, don't get confused. She's talking about Trump. Ari Khan was an intelligent, entertaining guy. Back to Trump. Narcissist and megalomaniac. Misogynist. A sexual predator and a racist who threatened to erode all the achievements of equality and progress and bring us back into the Stone Age. A blight has been removed from, over the, from upon the world. Hallelujah. I, I, you know, what, what do you say? What do you say when you compare these two? An enemy of Israel versus somebody who has done so much for Israel. The man who did away with the Iran deal. The man who supported Israel in so many forums. The man who took away UNRWA's funding. So we can just go on and on and on. There were a lot of things I didn't like about him too. But when I compare those two tweets, but she's not alone. Nitzan Horowitz, the head of Meretz, talks about Saib Arikat, Medina Kashuach, a tough statesman, Ish Shalom, a man of peace, a man of peace. He preferred peace over violence and terror. I don't know how he knows that, but okay. I was privileged to know him. My condolences to the Arikat family. Nitzan Horowitz writes about Trump and the reports of the losing of his losing the elections. Kitsoniut, polarization, sinah, hatred, mikravud, a lost cause, a lost case, ruachra eyes. He's like a bad spirit. Shkarim, liars, lying, lies. Tinok migudal, 
a grown-up baby that yells and screams and gets into temper tantrums. There's more. I think I made the point. Okay, what are we going to end off with? Let's see. Let's see what we have in our uh, in our arsenal of great Israeli music. You like that? Arsenal? Okay. Oh, here's something new. It's um we've seen many of these both in uh in uh, Israeli music, Jewish music and non-Israeli music where many stars, musical stars get together and sing together in unity, showing unity about a particular subject or issue. The first one I think was We Are the World going back a long time. This one is called Katan Aleinu. Ah, in Hebrew that phrase Katan Aleinu means, ah, come on, it's nothing, you can beat that. It's like a small thing to us. We're, we're bigger than that, we can defeat it. And of course it's talking about the coronavirus. And it stars all... Not all, no. It stars many Israeli mu- music artists, and it's a pretty cool song. So we'll end with that, Katana Lenu. Before we end, one reminder live from Dubai, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, JM in the AM, 6 to 9 AM Eastern Time, Thursday, live lunch, 11 AM to 1 PM Eastern Time, this whole week. Nachum Siegel, live from Dubai. And, with your permission, I'll take a moment to wish my mother a Yom Huladet Sameach Ima. She celebrates on the first night of Hanukkah. And um, may she continue to have good health and enjoy whatever she can, all the things that bring her joy in the world. May they be many. And now we reach the usual conclusion in which I say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff and the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Yoni Pollock will not be on with further review this week, but in an hour from now, Jake Novak will be on with Novak Now. Always a worthwhile listen, so stay tuned for that. And then the great... Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. הגלים פה לא שקטים, זה אומר המון. מהחול של הנגב, ועד החרום. בית חם, וכולם אומרים שלום. מול כל מכשול וכל חידה, פה תקוותנו לא עבדה.